Welcome back. Next episode, Boreline Raptors on deck. Kitch Deno joining shortly. We are going to dive into a Raps recap uh, to tank, not to tank, make the playoffs. What does it mean? Are we any good? Uh, what's our record going to be in the next 10 games? It's, it's all discussed. Deno uh, and Kitch, uh, some differing opinions. And once again, I just try and and stay in the middle and just bring everyone together in a, in a happy way. Um, I'm not very successful this week. Uh, and then we, uh, we do a little uh, Kevin Love talk. Deno has a topic uh, where he, he sort of rants at us a little bit about uh, the OG and Chris Boucher uh, conundrum. Uh, we do a little backyard gambling where we tell you uh, our thoughts on who's going to win the East West overall, the current state of that. Uh, we talk a little play in action. What does that mean? Uh, and then it's a rabbit hole review. Uh, where Deno uh, does not uh, do his job this week and provide that, so I had to jump in and do it. Uh, and then it's backyard gambling, and then we're out of here. So uh, that's it coming up. Borderline Raptors, here we go. Kitch, yellow. Michael Adehanome. <laughs> All right, listen. Here we go. Uh, it is twelve games left. Ten games left. Twelve games left. Eleven games left. Whatever it is, it's we're we're down to the nitty gritty. Shockingly, amazingly, uh, that what seemed like the obvious tank has now turned into we're not sure if we're tanking to we can't beat a good team, so we should tank. Uh, but we're not sure that we are going to ever tank. So here we are at the wraps in the 11 seed, one game out still of the uh, the coveted uh, playing game at the 10 seed. So uh, where are you guys at with the remaining 10 games? Den, I'm going to lead in with you. 10 games left. Uh, where are we at? Where we're at is that we're all confused. Um We've been playing, I don't know about you guys, we've been playing some pretty entertaining basketball with our starting group back, I felt. Like we played, I felt last night, the second game with Brooklyn, I thought we played really well. And then the fourth quarter, I don't know what happened there. But the other games with bringing that whole unit back, I felt we're playing some really exciting basketball. And I don't think anybody wants to really play us in the playoffs. We'll be getting the playoffs, guys. I don't know. Like we're... We're two back from Washington right now. We have the tiebreaker with them, and then we're one behind Chicago, and we don't have the tiebreaker with them. So we probably got to go. What do you guys think? Seven and three, or six and six and four to well, get in? We, we play six both those four? teams. Yeah, yeah. Right. Play so both those teams. Yeah. So you win both those. You're you're basically in a dead heat. So yeah, take those two away. I I bet you if you win both those games, I bet you go four and four and you're in. Mm-hmm. So. If you said to me, are the Raps going to get in the playoffs right now? I'd probably say about 35, 40%. What do you guys got? We are, not, we are not in. We are not making the playoffs. I'm going 100% we're not making the playoffs. We got, we got seven games against the West. Seven games against Western teams that are, that are in playoff contention. We are going to go one and six. At Ooh. best, at absolute best, two and five. At absolute Ooh. best. I say we go one and six. We come back. Oh. Maybe maybe win those two games. We're going under 500 on the way in here. 
Um, get the lottery balls popping up. Get us their number. We are not making the playoffs. Wow, there's a lot of anger. Kitch, oh, like, it's reality. Just reality. You've been, you've been cooped up. You've been cooped up too long. You've been cooped up too long, Kitch. Well, to Kitch's point, really? we're, we're, we're playing the Nuggets, the Jazz, the Lakers, the Clippers. Yes, the Wizards. The Grizzlies are going to be fighting for a spot on their side too and everything. But then the Clippers, uh, Clippers again. We're facing the Bills, the Mavericks, and the Pacers. So it's a tough schedule. Let me, let me, let's, take, let's go through Thank it. Thank you, Michael. Right? Thank you, Michael. Thank you. All right. Let's go through it. So the next four are this. Nuggets, Jazz, Lakers, Clippers, all on the road. Not that that necessarily really matters. Okay, let, me, uh, that's, that's, let me go. That, that's loss, 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 loss. Okay, keep going. Whoa, whoa, that's not loss, loss, loss. All right. So legitimately, I think we've got a chance against the Nuggets, the Lakers, maybe the Clippers. But let's go back to let's go back to your your comment of the good basketball stuff. So. I don't know that I've seen a lot from just because the starting five is back to suggest that we're actually playing at, at a high level. Like I, I still watch uh, this group and obviously Gary Trent's kind of gone MIA, whether it's rest injury at one stage, he's playing 12 minutes coming off the bench. So I don't know what the, what the plan is for Gary for the rest of the season, but even with the core of Lowry, OG Pascal and uh, Freddie, like, I don't know. It, to me, it hasn't looked great. To me, it hasn't looked like we can compete uh, at a high level. We still go long, long droughts uh, in each game where we just don't score the basketball. Like last night being a great example. You know, we're up seven or eight uh, at the end of the third. Next thing you know, it's down to three going into the fourth. And then we don't score in that fourth quarter last night. Uh, and we just sort of, you know, blow a lead and we're down 10 with three minutes and, you know, just got no chance. Um, so I don't, that's what I, I don't know. But I, in the back of my mind, I keep thinking this that team can compete. And like you said, Deno, would be kind of scary for a playoff team. But I don't know. I, I mean, I really don't see it. I think I think it's got to be sit these guys and just and let's just call it a day. Okay, boys. I don't know if you guys are watching other basketball games or you guys are just golfing all the time or whatever. But like, do you guys know Utah has lost twice, uh, lost twice in a row? I saw that. Yeah, to the Timberwolves. Yeah. Right, Timberwolves, the yeah, Lakers are banged up. Yeah, so, boys, we're beating the Lakers, and we're beating the Jazz. Like that, like just lock those two wins in. Kitch, you're oh. two and five. Lock <laughs> those it. in. Lock them in right now. Lock them in. Well, okay, so now now if we're going to suspend reality here for a minute, we're going to go down Denov's little... A utopian world path. Uh, Denov's okay. rabbit hole. This is Denov's so, rabbit hole. Yeah, this, this, is a, this is a total... Yeah, uh, so... If you do win those two games, well, then, yeah. But, again, I, this goes back to what are we doing? Are we trying to win those games? If you do win those two games, it's like, well, then, yeah, let's go full throttle and try and get to the 10 seed. But, I mean, at what stage do we pull the cord on this thing? Kitch? Uh, the first game out west. The first game out west, we pull the cord. We just coast it in and improve our chances. And let's finish. Let me, like We're bottom eight now. Let's try to get to bottom six. Get to bottom six. The percentages go up significantly. Um, so, yeah, I, I I just can't see us getting through the West at this point at where we're at and what we're playing is. And I don't think and I don't think we're as good as as we hope we are. Like I'm watching, watching, watching last night. We just don't have that. I don't know that extra oomph to get to get to get us these victories. I don't think so. I, I'm 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 completely mailed in. I am completely mailed in. But we're not we're not going to tank because like well, we really we put, we put our guys put our guys back in. And and really, how many different like kitchen? What does our probability go up if we get, um, 
you know, 10 seed or like, you know, overall we get 11th or 12th, probably a couple more ping pong balls. Is that, yeah, is double. that basically it? Almost it almost doubles. Six to 12 definitely doubles. Okay. Okay. Six, 12. Yeah. It, that's, that's but a we lot. We can't get to six. We cannot get to six, right? We're the, the worst we're going to do in the Easter conference would be the fourth, the fourth worst team. Uh, and then there's three teams in the bottom part of the, of the West, uh, Timberwolves, uh, who else is down there that, that, that we cannot catch okay, uh, Sac- Sacramento OKC. Oh. Like we're not, they're not, we're not going to those. There's the six. There's the, there's the bottom six. The best we're going to be is the seventh worst record in the league. So I don't know what that means from percentage wise ping pong balls, but that's the best we're going to do. So uh, actually we could be eight because we may, uh, New Orleans may not catch us either. So um, I think, I think it's the worst we're going to do. Not the best. I don't think it's the best. We're gonna no, do the best we're going to do is be seventh worst. <laughs> that's right. All right. Stay with me. All right. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, like, I don't know. At that stage, if we're going to be seventh worst, then I'm sitting there going, yeah, let's get the 10 seed. It'd be, to me, I would I would much rather go through that process than be – And but I don't know. I just think it, it seems rudderless. And it, to me, I just think Lowry uh, uh, doesn't look himself. Uh, we have nothing off the bench that that is meaningful as far as uh, consistent minutes. No real scoring. De- I mean, I guess you have to wait for Trent to come back if he comes back. But yeah, I, this team this team can't compete. I mean, I think that's the what lack of down. home games. The lack of home games too. You got to think about it. we're we're just down in Florida right now. There's no even like you know Toronto home cooking anything like that. We got four of these ten games at home, and uh, we don't have a home right now. So I don't know. Okay, so are we doing a side bet here? It sounds like we're doing a side bet. Kitch one. This will perk things up. Yeah. Yeah. Kitch Kitch got one and six or two and five. But so sorry. How many how many games are left here? How many games? Ten. We have I just went through. We have ten. Would you want here? Let me and let me Ryan just so you're uh, full knowledge here. Here we go. Nuggets, Jazz, Lakers, Clippers, Wizards, Grizzlies, Clippers, Bulls, Mavericks, Pacers. Oof. That's a tough schedule. <laughs> it's a tough I, schedule. It's a brutal schedule. Okay, so let's let's guess. I'm I'm thinking we get five at least five of those. Whew. I got I got I got five. Wow. Well, wait, you can wait. make a case. I agree with that. You could make a case how we could get to five. I mean, you could Pacers suck right now, so you could win that one. Bulls, you got to win. Uh, Grizzlies, you got to win. Utah, Wizards, you got to win. There's boys, four. Boys, I'm yeah, putting I'm a big bet Utah. on Utah. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> a big bet on Utah to win? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. So, all right. Well, what's the wager? You brought it up. I don't know. Thousand bucks. I don't know. <laughs> what's the bet? A thousand bucks on what? You get. You get. Who's bet? Well, I got. I got five. What do you have? Like two, Bart. You three. You just said this sounds like a wager. Okay. I'll, do you want to make say, a wager with us or not? Yeah, I do. I do. So I'll take well, then five. What's the bet? I'll take five. Five and over. You take hundred bucks. Hundred bucks. Five and over. And five I, wins. I, get, I get four and under. No, no, no. Five's a push. Or five's a win for you. I five's win on win. five. Win Come on, our team's like forty percent. I'll take four and under. Deno, you know, I will take the four layman, and under. For the layman, the, the, the line is four and a half. Will the Raptors? The line is four and a half. All right. There you go. The line's four and a half. So Deno likes the over four and a half. Catch you like the under. I am all over the under. I'm putting. The, I'm, I'm getting my third home is going to be on the under. I like exactly four and a half. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Switzerland. Okay, Switzerland. Okay. Uh, all okay. right. Well, there's the bet. What's the bet? How much? Are we? What are you betting? Hundred bucks each. U.S. Bucks. U.S. dollars right. too. I'm I'm staying out of this one. I'm ag- I'm agnostic on this one. All right. All right. All right. 
Even though I'm, I, you know what? Because I really do want, like, again, I want them to make the playoffs now, which makes yeah. no sense. So I'm kind of with Deno. But even though Deno, your argument was terrible, they're not a good basketball team. Yes, they are. So for those that watched the game last night, for those that watched the game last night, at the end of the first half, what was Nurse doing? There's like 10 seconds left. He puts in he puts in Rodney Hood. He puts him in for, for the last play. Did you guys watch that? They actually called a play for him. He's been sitting the bench the whole half. Then he comes in with 10 seconds left, and they give him like a 20-foot side shot. He was sitting the whole game. Hmm. Stupidest. It was like, is this really happening? Like, are you trying to lose? Nick's not trying to lose, but how does that make any sense? Anyone? Can anyone advise me how that is smart? <laughs> Oh, I, I went for popcorn. I missed it. So, <laughs> yeah, I think I missed it too. Were, were you getting popcorn too, or what were you doing? Well, uh, no, we're not in the same room, so obviously we're, we're eating the same popcorn. But um, I don't know what I was probably doing the dishes or something else. Uh, okay, well, listen, uh, Dan, was that your topic? Of, was that your secret topic that you wanted? Oh to bring no, oh no, okay, that's good. not my secret topic. <laughs> well, you know, why don't we move on? Why don't we move on to that? Because on the agenda here, it's got Deno's secret topic that Kitch and I are going to be. Uh, we don't. We haven't been able to prepare for this. So why don't you? Uh, why don't you take us to that? So before we go to the secret topic, can I announce <laughs> something? I want to announce that uh, I got through a, a one-year anniversary, right? So everyone talks about Rudy Gobert and stuff. Do you guys remember what my anniversary is? No one care? Oh, the V? Who? The vasectomy? No, not vasectomy. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Kitch, you like, your, your marriage? Is that what you're telling us? Talking yeah, about no, that was, that was in January. You guys were at my wedding. You guys were at my wedding. Oh, was that a year yeah. ago? You guys that was idiots. January. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yes. Long. My okay. mother-in-law, one year. Oh, one oh, year in the house. Oh, one oh, full oh. year. I think. I think. I think I might have even called that on the way to a Raptors game, saying she's there for at least a year now. So yeah. hang on a second. So I'm sorry. I I assume the secret topic had something still to do Raptors related. Oh, it is. Or, it is. No. Yes. Oh, it is. Okay. Different. So go. All right. Yeah. Keep going. All right. So that's the anniversary. Okay. Keep going. Yeah. Okay, no comment on that? Okay. Yeah. Um, well, I, I, no, no, no. no. What drives yeah. you crazy? I got two things for that. So we're good. Okay. So, boys, <laughs> my side topic. After the pod last week, once again, you guys pissed me off. You guys made me angry. I got back to my house, and I was pissed off. You know what I'm pissed off at? OG. You guys yeah, trash OG. All you guys needed was for Kitchen or Bart to start trashing OG. Since you trashed them last week, 20 points per game. And <laughs> I want to have a discussion. I want to have that discussion you guys brought up. Who would I take, OG or the yeah. toothpick Boucher? I want to have a conversation around that because you guys don't respect him. I'm not a huge OG fan. So I'd, I'd actually, I don't have to think about that based on, the, based on how I'm making oh, my team together. Guys, OG's not 28. OG's 22. I know. Listen, but that's, oh. again, it's not an age discussion. Yeah. We're not saying you're signing these guys. You, you signed you these guys keep for three years or four years. Yeah. But Deno, we signed these guys for four years at a time. They're not lifetime contracts they're getting from us. 22. I'm just saying, like, I'm, I'm with Kitch on this one. Like, I don't, well, you guys like, are usually wrong, so I'm, I'm okay with that. <laughs> yeah, that's the bottom line right there, Bart. <laughs> You're usually wrong. That was on lockdown. That was on lockdown. The guy's 22. 
and you guys go, what, what, why does age matter? Well, who has more upside? Who has more upside, OG or the toothpick? Go ahead. Can he just can he just close his mouth and look like he knows what's going on though? Can he just? No, can he just do that? No, no. he's like Terrence Ross that way. He just looks yeah, like he's, 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 he's from the, uh, the Draymond Green tree of open mouth breathers. Uh, which, by the way, just uh, as a total aside, open mouth breathing is terrible for you. There's a whole book on it now about how to breathe. You're supposed to everyone's supposed to breathe through their nose. Just so you know, that's but separate topic. Uh, all right, listen, I agree. Since we uh, disparaged him slightly, OG's had a nice week. He's had, a, oh, he's had a nice week. My producer Mike put his OG. His, his, he's got his OG shirt. Um, he's had a nice week, but I don't know if a nice week makes you a an all star, which you're professing to. I okay. You always say to me, Deno, that's not what I'm saying. I didn't say OG was an all star. But my question was, you guys defending defending Boucher like he's the second coming. He's going to be, oh, he's going to be in our plans, but he's going to play 14 minutes a game and all this, all this crap, this crap you guys brought last week. And now I'm bringing it to you. OG, this year, Kitch, whoa, 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 I'm talking. OG this year, 16 points, 16 points a game, six rebounds, two assists, 40% from three, and he's their shutdown guy. He defends their top player every game. What does Boucher do? He gets run over. Yeah, he gets a couple squats and stuff. He gets run over on defense. And you guys made it sound like they're equal. They are not even the same basketball court. Boucher, YMCA, and my man is in the NBA. Okay. Well, first things first, take a breath. Okay? Just take a breath over there. <laughs> uh Listen, I, again, I, I, I wonder if you actually ever hear what we say and understand our rationale. I don't know that we were saying Boucher was oh. infinitely better than OG, but we were just giving we were giving Boucher his props. That's all we were doing. And then we were saying, what's he going to get paid? He's going to get paid in the ballpark of someone like an OG. I mean, he is. He's going to get paid in a similar uh space is OG. So that we were just sort of saying, are they comparable players? And I actually think they are comparable players. So let's just break this down. First things first, you want to talk about somebody like you have all their stats. Well, first of all, he's 23, not 22, right? For two weeks, you've been telling us he's 22. He's 23, soon to be 24. Okay. So first things first. Uh, secondly, yes, I agree. He does take the top defender on the other team. I dare say he's not locked down on any of those top players. Oh, he, I, don't, I think, no, he's not a lockdown defender. He's not. Oh, Oh my! Okay, who's okay? Who, who's better? Like who's better than him uh, on, on the Raptors? On the Raptors, no, I am not saying that. I didn't say he wasn't the best Raptors defender. What I said is, oh. when he happens to guard the other team's best player, it's not like he shuts down that player. And we go, oh, well, we don't have to worry about that guy now because OG's guarding him. That doesn't happen. Oh. Okay, who who does that in the league? Who give me give me a couple of names? Bueller. Bueller. Beverly, Bill Bears a center. Beverly. He's a center. He's not lockdown. He's a lockdown center. Okay, there's one Beverly. Okay, I'm waiting for more. Yeah, oh, Bever- not much you know there. Not By much. the way, oh, hang on. He, oh. He gives- <laughs> Kawhi, Kawhi, <laughs> Kawhi. Take Paul George. Yeah, these guys are all franchise. All these guys are like LeBron. franchise players. Oh, Boucher. LeBron. Boucher's a potential <laughs> franchise player. Boucher could be a oh. franchise player down the road. Oh my god! Oh, here's- what is what is wrong? I, you know, I think we go seven to three if we have Boucher back for the next ten games. So. <laughs> well, where is Boucher? You yeah. guys jinxed Montreal. him. He's hurt. Montreal. He's, he's, oh, that's right. I did. Oh, my God. You know what? Quick side story on that. That should be a but quick side story. So I'm tweeting out there, and I got we got our first, that the pod got its first ever Twitter hate. 
two guys came at me because I tweeted oh. out there. I said, I said, we jinxed Boucher. Like I tweeted something online that so we jinxed Boucher. Check it out on the pod. And these two guys are just like lambasted me uh, in like, that's fucking bullshit. How could you do that? You know what? And I was like, whoa, whoa, no, you, you misread what I didn't mean. Like we were like on the pod, we were talking about how great he is, how well he's been playing. But since we did that, we jinxed him into a bad injury. Like it was a jinx, not like, Oh, we jinxed him. We wanted him to get hurt. They wanted no part of it. The one guy can not the right time to advertise the the pod, bruh. He gave me the old bruh, bru, bruh, bruh, bru, bru, bruh. So he's under 23 for sure. So yeah, we got our, we got to be really careful in the Twitter sphere. They're very sensitive group. So I just uh, got to be careful. I, so yeah, I, I'm scared to go back on Twitter. Um, so yeah, then I think, I think maybe we might be saying the same thing, just saying it a little bit differently. Well, one of us isn't kitchen. yelling. I, w- I want to hear from Kitchen because Kitchen's sure, the one that please. said I'd have to uh, I'd have to think about that one. Who I would take, OG or the toothpick? So yeah, Kitch, I did say that. Kitch, who? Well, it's hard. It's hard because Boucher's been hurt since then, so we haven't had a fair we haven't had a fair shake in the last uh, last few games. So I, I I really can't comment on that because I'm just, I'm waiting to see when Boucher comes back healthy in in his stellar stellar playing ability. So I'll have the verdict still out for me on that one. In the immortal no, words a- of Stephen A. Smith, the best ability is availability. <laughs> so, so Kitch, if they're both yeah. healthy and you're ready to start the team next year, you're going, yeah, I want Boucher over OG. That is that what I'm hearing? You're even thinking about that? I, I'll think about it. I'm not saying it, but I'll think about it. Yeah, I will think about it. I, my, well, here's you, what, you know what? Here's what I think. If those are the two guys we have to start a team with, I don't want to start that team. <laughs> no, not yeah, start that's true, that's true. building. <laughs> you just said. <laughs> no, I don't want to start that team. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right. You know what? Let's not, uh, let's not be the dead horse here. Uh, okay. I think what we, uh, how about this? Well, actually, I'm not sure Boucher's coming back anytime soon. But this is this is a conversation for a later date. Deno, you've made it clear that you did not appreciate our point of view, and that since that time, I agree with you. OG's had a nice little run there. Granted, he thinks he's somebody else out there. He really, really does. He 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 thinks of himself as a as a like an all star, and he looks a good look. All that's it. But whatever, that's fine. I, he has he's played well. So to your point, he has played well. Thank you for that for bringing that up that topic. Is that it? Was that was that the any other secret topics? Down on top of it? Are you going to be? Are you going to be angry for another week? Yeah, are you yeah. angry for another week? <laughs> well, right, I'm giving him Undertaker music music for that. He's getting straight Undertaker music for that. He was really trying to bury the man. <laughs> uh, yeah. You should totally. You should totally. You should. You should have totally given us that. OG's better, and that's the bottom line. Oh, my my only. Um, I was listening to the post game last night, and they were saying like Freddie V has. He's so hurt his hip, and they're saying. You know, he probably shouldn't went back in that game because he's so banged up. And I'm going, we were playing well. Like Flynn was playing well. Bart, I know you hate him too. Um, he <laughs> he was he, he jinxed right. He's playing well. And then do you guys notice as soon as Freddie came back in, we didn't score for three minutes. And again, I love Freddie, but he's banged up. Like why? Like again, I get it. He's their twenty million dollar man, all that kind of stuff. But it's like it was going great. Like just let let it go. Let it go. So that I'm telling you, so I agree. Ever since I I 
talk shit about Malachi. He's been awesome. He's been so much better. I totally like it. It's unbelievable. He looks so much more confident out there. His shot selection got better. I, listen, I swear somehow our pod is getting to these guys. I don't yeah. know if it's yeah. through osmosis. Yeah. Our pod is getting these guys. Uh, who it's not getting to is Nick Nurse. I totally agree with that. <laughs> He's got to go back to the Chuck Daly school of coaching a little bit. I When a guy, when you ride a guy like that, when Malachi was playing really well. And I agree. Next thing you know, he comes out, they call timeout. And Larry, I think it was Larry came back in for him at that stage. I, I'm a huge believer, especially in the NBA. It doesn't matter who you've got on the bench. If there's a guy on the floor who's playing well and who's hot and making shots, they go until they get unhot. It's like it's like the video game, right? NBA 2K. Yeah. Your guy can go really hot, and they miss five or six shots in a row. The game tells you he's cooled off, and that's when you sub him out. Yeah. Maybe Nick Nurse needs that. Maybe we need like a little flashing sign. He's now cooled off, Nick. You can You may substitute him. <laughs> but don't substitute him when he's hot. That's a probably, bad coaching decision. Probably some guy on the bench who can run that algorithm. Yeah. <laughs> just hook uh, it up to NBA Jam and just have him. He's on fire. Yeah, exactly. Uh, all right, Deno. So speaking along those lines, you want? How do you feel then about the big uh, Raptors uh, game with the Cleveland Cavaliers, where Kevin Love made that very inexcusable? He got raked with like this became sort of national news. It was on all the talk shows yesterday, like the, the sports talk shows, where his sort of indifference to getting the ball slaps it in bounds. Um, and then you know, OG gets the ball. Malachi makes the, you look at the two guys, OG to Malachi, <laughs> our future, uh, and knocks the three down. And so the deal was that it like it, it was, if you see the highlight, it's just it's brutal what he did. And then apparently he apologized to the team after and they've moved on. But Kevin Love clearly is not. But can you like I honestly think that's completely unacceptable. Especially you're making thir- I'm not saying because you're making thirty million a year, you can't you can't do these things, but you're the highest paid guy. You're the, the veteran of the team. Right. Like like in inexcusable. I'm a big Kevin Love fan, actually. But you are. Yeah, I am. I like Kevin Love, but what the? What was he? What was he doing? Did he just have a big brain fart, or what happened? I think he's probably just a little frustrated. He's he's been, like he's won. He's been on a team that's won the championship, and now he's looking around, going, "What the heck have I been stuck with for the last couple of years, and probably the next couple of years?" Like he's probably like he's he has got to be. You know when people hate going to work, he's got he's got to be getting to the point where he hates going to work every day. Yeah, you know he's still you know he's, he he. So good. Go ahead. I was going to say, you know what he's stuck with? He's stuck with $40 million for the next couple of years. Yeah. That's what he's stuck yeah. with. Yeah. Right? It, but, doesn't make, it doesn't make that play remotely acceptable. And, you know, he, he made his bet. He signed the five-year contract. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yep. He signed it the year before LeBron left, I guess, thinking LeBron was staying, even though the entire planet knew he wasn't oh. going to stay and thought there'd be a long sort of Cleveland run and they, and they were going to pay him and that was it. Like, just, but here's what I don't understand either. Just demand a trade like every other player and you'll get traded. So what are you waiting for? He must be, he'll be gone in the off season, but I just think, but to your point, you know, I agree guy making the most money, former all-star champ. Like you just, you can't, you got to teach these kids. You don't, you don't do that shit. Yeah. It's egregious. He gave excuses to Chris Haynes afterwards and was saying that he was frustrated with the refereeing and that one of the referees was like a G league coach in that game, particularly. And he's like, I tried to bounce the ball down out of frustration to grab a tech or something, but it went in bounds. I'm like, can't do that regardless. Like literally Garland standing there like, what are you doing? Like I, I, I would have lost it personally. Yeah. Yeah. No, I hear you. Uh, Kitch, any thoughts on Kevin Love that you want to share with us? Are you a Kevin I Love did. fan? I, too? Did. I didn't. I did. I told you that he's, he's, he was on a winning team and now he's stuck. Oh, right. Stuff. You did. Yeah. You I, did. I, I was listening. listening. Yeah. Okay. okay. No, you're right. You did, you, did, you did chime in. All right. Well, listen, uh, I think other than that, I don't think there's a lot of uh, other NBA 
chit chat going on other than what we're leading to our gambling segment with is what, what we like to uh, come out of the East West and the overall winner. We'll give the, uh, we'll update the odds and we'll make some predictions, even though we're going to make these predictions again. But I think that, I think it is getting somewhat relevant and, I think there are a couple of value plays out there that we should uh, we should be looking at. So why don't why don't we get right into gambling, uh, Kitch? You've got the line, you've got your pinnacle lines up. I'm I'm sure as you do when your seven TVs in your house are always up. So uh, do you want to give us the uh, right now? Why don't you give us who you like in the East? We'll all, we'll start with the East, and let's look at some value plays here. So value oh value plays or or winners? I I still well, let's do both. We'll do both. Okay, all right. I still think I still think Brooklyn comes out of the East. Like I know I know. I know. I just, I just think they're getting a little bit healthier. Uh, they get hard, Mac, and, those, and that, that, that team of three. I still like them coming out of the East. Now they're now minus one twenty-eight. So now this is the first time in a while they've actually been minus coming out of the East, I believe. So minus one twenty-eight is is the probably the smart play there. Um, start with that. Start with that. Start with your smart plays, and then come back to me with the with the value play. Well, you're not, it'll be hard to find one in the East. Uh, I mean, there's nobody. We talked about this before. There's nobody in the world who doesn't like Brooklyn to come out of the East right now. Because just think, if those three guys are healthy, they're going to be an impossible out. Um, so yeah, not much to, to add there. If I was going to look at any other team, I mean, Deno, I think we're kind of falling out of love with their Miami Heat. Hmm. Like yep. they're just, they're just not. I mean, they don't have it. They just don't have it. I desperately need them to win that division <laughs> for my three division parlay <laughs> bet that I totally forgot I made at the beginning of the season. Uh, but they're two games behind the Hawks right now, and they just lost. Uh, oh. They lost a terrible game the other night uh, to a shitty team. So I don't, yeah, I don't like them at twelve to one. Sixers are uh, lost four of their last five, uh, so they're in a bit of fun. Milwaukee again, still still in the weeds. Milwaukee, I wouldn't uh, entirely, but I just don't know in the cl- like in in a clutch situation. Who are they going to? But that that would be my that would be the only that would be where I would put my money if I wasn't putting on the Nets, which I am putting it on the Nets. Uh, but the Bucks would be my only other play. Yeah, Milwaukee's three thirty to one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been impressed with uh, you know with us playing Brooklyn twice. They got they got a nice deep bench there. I, th- I think I knew it was deep, but last night, man, like that that James guy came off in the fourth quarter. Oh my god! Uh, yeah, like just they they're just so deep that. I thought I thought they you know of course three three all stars and I thought yeah they'd pick up some guys but you know one injury and they're in trouble they might be able to get to the final with only having two of those guys I don't know I still won't bet them to win it but yeah once I mean again look at last night we find a way our team finds a way of making some unknown player on the other team an all star for a night and there was yeah. James out of nowhere just busting wide open threes unbelievable oh. yeah. Uh, all right, you know, here's, here's a good preseason bet. Like if you you imagine if you would bet four or five game to be the Knicks Hawks, the Knicks the Knicks and the Hawks are the four or five game at the current time. Imagine imagine that oh. preseason that that was that's a that's those teams overachieved this year for sure. Yeah. Oh my god! If we just if you parlayed those teams to make the playoffs, that would have been a nice little payout. Nice little payout. Yeah, I agree. Knicks. So, Kitch, anyone else for you in the East that you would uh, from your I really don't because there's no, a lot out there. No, I really don't. Like Milwaukee's at plus three thirty and Philly's at plus four eleven. That's not enough. That's not enough of a kicker. I don't think to to, no. to risk those, to risk out those funds, and I don't like anybody beyond that really. Yeah, I mean, other than like the only one you sit there and think is maybe Miami, right? But again, they they put like they they, just, they don't inspire you. And at twelve to one, you, they definitely don't inspire. But yeah, I agree. There's not there's not really a value play out there. I would agree with that. Okay. Uh, so out of the West, right. the West, the West has got more more value in there because it's it's still very much up in the air. So I, 
I, I I will put based on the odds now. So you've got the Lakers at plus one seventy five. You get the Clippers at plus two fifty. So not a lot of juice there. You got you get the Jazz at plus two ninety. But then you got the Suns at plus seven thirty. So that's not terrible. I guess. And then you got you got Denver at plus fourteen fifty or fourteen yeah fourteen fifty. So I I would uh, I would probably put a little bit on the Suns. You know what? And it's more of a heart bet. Like I just I want to cheer for them. Uh, I hope they do well. So I, I think I will put a little heart bet money on on the Suns. Yeah, I like. They were seven seven one seven. Yep, seven thirty. Yeah, okay. I agree with Kitch on the Suns. Like I've I've watched them. I I don't know, but they got they got a big center there. They got um, you know, Chris Paul's leadership. Uh, I I like Phoenix there at, at seven to one. If it was like three to one or four to one, I probably wouldn't take it. But seven to one is pretty good odds. Yeah, and so if you look, let's say it ended today. So you get the Lakers in the five hole. So where do they get to? So, like the the Lakers, if they if they get through that, then they're they're playing Utah. So now you got the you got the Lakers Utah in the semis, and and then the Clippers Phoenix in the other semi. If it if it came true to true true to form here, so I yeah I think the I think Phoenix can can get by the Clippers. Um, I, I wouldn't bet on it heavily, but I would say I would say that would be that would be their path. That would be an easy easier path for them to get there than have to play the Lakers. Well, I I think the prevailing winds or thoughts seems to be that if LeBron and AD are healthy, it's a no brainer they come out of the West. I mean, it, it's it is hard to to make an argument against that because all of a sudden they become pretty deep with those two back and healthy. That being said. Uh, so that that would be that would absolutely be my pick right now is the Lakers at plus one eighty, which I actually think is decent value at plus one eighty. Like I do think they're the, a heavy, heavy favorite. You just who do you? It goes back to those those sort of teams where you go, who do you see beating them four times with those two guys healthy? It just it's hard to envision, right? I, I, there's not a team out there that that I think uh, could reasonably do it. So then, if I'm really going to move on to value, uh, I'm not sure Phoenix is enough value for me. But here's who I actually kind of deal with, which is sneaky. Uh, the Dallas Mavericks. They have been good the second half of the season. Uh, they're twelve and uh, they're thirteen and seven. Their last twenty. Um, Doncic is, is clearly playing at a much higher level than he was at the beginning of the season. I definitely think they could steal a first a first round series, and then you just you know at that stage you just never. I mean, Doncic is the type of player that can probably win a series on his own. So yeah, they're eighteen to one to win the conference. I'm just saying for value, it's like it's not. A, I wouldn't put a lot of money. On it, Deno? Maybe I'm a thinking, couple grand. Yeah. I'm thinking, <laughs> you know, with the with, with the play in tournament, I think having the first or second seed is a bit of an advantage, right? Like if you're in the first seed, that eight seed game, they're, they're gonna play two games, right, to kinda to kind of get in there and stuff. So, you know, not as rested. And that's why, you know, I think that that Phoenix, if if they could hold on to that second seed. Yeah, that you I know think, I think it's huge. So you yeah. got Dallas. I got Dallas at twenty six to one, Bart, on Pinnacle. Twenty six to one oh, to, to win the you know win the West. Those are good odds because I have them at eighteen to one. Oh. I really like them at twenty six now. Yeah, <laughs> let's put that. Yeah, I really like that. No, I have them here at um, right here in front of me, eighteen to one. Maybe maybe uh, your odds didn't factor in last night's game against the the Warriors, where they beat them by fifty. <laughs> yeah, oh, uh, that was a horrible was, game. Oh, it was my awful. God. 12, Poor TNT. Twelve points at half. Twelve points in the first quarter was with the Warriors. I think in that one. Yeah. It was ridiculously yeah. horrible. Uh, but then they got uh, Warriors put up 80 or something like that, 75 in the second half. Um, anyway, so 
Yeah, I mean, it's just, yeah, I don't know. I mean, Denver, Denver 10 to 1 is ridiculous. Like anyone no. betting that is just yeah. idiot. Yeah, the yeah. Jazz is kind of falling off a cliff. Like the Clippers at two, like, I mean, Clippers at two to one, just, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It, it, it does not seem, does not seem great with there. But curious, are we, uh, are we playing game fans in this group? I'm, I don't know where I fall in the playing game uh, concept, but I think I like it for a lot of reasons. I love it now. I do. We would not, right now, we'd be, we'd be done with our season. Yeah, yeah. well, well then, Kitchen and I are done. As opposed, to, yeah. as opposed to next week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's gonna be angry he's angry Uh-oh. he's angry again you can't see him fans but he's angry that was angry uh yeah you know i think it, i think it is accomplishing what you're supposed to right keeps people more and more it keeps more fan bases interested in the league uh it's got to be good for rates good it's gonna be good for gambling which the league is tied into stops teams from tanking i think it you know what's underrated here uh is the competition for that six seed like yeah, that's massive time. to not big. be that seventh seed it's yeah. huge. The heat, right? Teams are the heat's in seventh right now. The heat's in seventh right now. I know, right? Like they got to get the right? sixth or fifth seed. They totally well. They got to win the comp, the division. Um, <laughs> but yeah, they totally. So I think it is a like, other than maybe the one two seed area where there's you know, but that's always a battle. People are always fighting for the one seed. So I think it's accomplishing all those goals of, of that. You know, because now what do you have? You have eight franchises that are maybe not interested at the moment. Seven. Right, that's pretty good this late in the season. Yeah. So I, I actually like it, and I think I think we're all going to love it when everyone loves an elimination game, right? Oh, everyone okay. loves an elimination game. Yep. Yeah, so like yeah. I think I think it's a good idea. like the NCAA tournament. Yep, it is. Yeah. I know. God, it'd be great if you actually the NBA could do that in a meaningful way. Just get your division, get your NBA champion, in just a one game elimination. <laughs> That'd be awesome. We stand a better chance. <laughs> Wouldn't be great for yeah. ratings. Then you know what? Then I would want the Raptors to get in. I'd really they, want them to get in. So what? <laughs> If if they did that, they would need a point spread. So if you're the number one against sixteen, you're up sixteen points going the game or something. Like you'd have to have oh, yeah, something like to that. like something. But that that'd be interesting, eh? You start off sixteen. Bart, yeah, I'm, onto yeah, I'm, I'm onto something here. Oh, hey, I brought it up. We we are onto something. We're onto something. Why do you have, why do you always have to glory? The spread. Jeez, you you glory. did not do the spread. You no. We were spitballing. Spread. We were spit. I know, but we're throwing shit against the wall. That's how it works in a room and a board. God, you must be a tough employee. Um, all right. Uh, Kitch, where are we going for odds to win? Win it all. So to win it all, so you get the Nets at plus 222. That is going to be my pick. I think the Nets, as long I, I'm banking on, and same with the Lakers, where you're banking on health. I think if the Knicks are healthy, I think the Knicks can beat, I think the healthy Knicks can beat a healthy Lakers. So that's that's plus 222. And uh, I would, I, I like to, to win it all, which is a Surprise me. Where's yeah, Phoenix is fifteen to one. Um, so I'll put a little bit on Phoenix too. If I'm going to cheer for them in the in the West, and I, I put a little bit on them to, to win it as well. So Brooklyn plus two twenty two, and Phoenix still at fifteen to one. All right, so Kitch, I'm I'm with you. I I like the Nets. Uh, I also think the Lakers are at four to one or decent value, and I do think that there's there's it's worthy of a few but a few pennies on. Um, on Phoenix as well. So I, I do think that's where we're at, but it'll be interesting in a couple of weeks. We'll do the whole uh, first round series matchups. We'll get those odds. We'll make those predictions. And this all could change basically, obviously based on injuries, COVID, that sort of stuff. So, who, so who knows? I, I do think it's hard to make bets on this stuff now because so much is going to change. And that's, so. and that's why I like, that's why I like sort of going with, with like the Phoenixes and things, things like that. Are they the best team out there? No, I don't think so. But if you do get some injuries that, that swing your way, then I think they got a they got a chance to to be the team that could could pull it off. And like I still, I've, and I said this to you, Bart, the other night. I we I, we I don't still believe we don't beat the beat the Warriors if we got Thompson and Durant and and Curry in, in that in that final series. But 
Curry, uh, Durant goes down, and then and then Thompson goes down, and and I'm like, man, well, see, that's uh, that worked in our favor. Oh, you know what? You that, you might be firing up Deno right now based on that comment because Deno, I actually pushed back a little bit. I thought, you know what? I don't know, and that and that we had the we had the home court advantage. Uh, I think we. I think we. I'm not saying. I, I don't think it was a foregone conclusion if if Durant and and Clay were healthy. Kitch, are you complaining about our ring now? Yeah, what happened to you, Kitch? I'm not complaining That's about over. the ring. I'm just telling you that injuries can come in. Deno, no, you don't, you well, don't of course. Follow, you don't even follow what we're talking about, Deno. Jesus, follow along. I'm, I'm following you. You're saying, oh, well, the Raptors have won in 2019. You're goddamn right. We would have won, Kitch. Yeah, we Deno, won. I, I, Come let on. it out. Let it out. Don't start let saying all, all these guys were hurt. Kitch, we won the championship. Yeah. No asterisks, no nothing beside it. Hey, listen, like I've said for a couple of years now, we are still the defending champs. This is not a real season. The bubble wasn't real. We are still the defending champs. Not going to be the, we're not going to be great defenders of the title next year based on what we have. But I'm telling you right now, going next year, we're still the defending champs. So that's how, so that's yeah. how this works. All right. Yeah. We still are. All right. I Absolutely. It. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Well, we need a real season. We have to defend a real season. None of this shit's real. <laughs> All right. So quick. Uh, and listen, our last little gambling tidbit, and I'm doing it every week because I it's my favorite bet ever to make. Oh, I just made the not to make the cut this week. I've parlayed the former Ryder Cuppers and Bubba Watson and Keegan Bradley to not make the cut at the Valspar Open. Uh, and that pays seven to one. So there you go. I think that's a nice little nice little wager. After so- after Bubba got dissed last week by his partner. At the Zurich, at the Zurich champ. Everyone see that? that actually, it was a bit of a rabbit hole. Uh, just no. quickly, Sheffer, there's they asked him in the, in, uh, in the interview room, how'd you guys hook up? He's like, well, Bubba asked seven or eight guys, and they all said no. Uh, and, then, <laughs> and then he asked me, and he goes, then he asked me, but I'd asked three or four guys, and they couldn't make it, so I said yes to Bubba. <laughs> he totally did. It was awesome. And Bubba's standing right next to him. And Bubba's like, yeah, that's kind of what happened. <laughs> did did Bubba pull out his two green jackets and say, "Do you want to try one on?" Like uh, I know it was it was like, kind of, I don't think he meant it that way. Then he, and he tried to scramble. Yeah. Shepard tried to scramble yeah. after, but it was it did sound horrible. It came yeah. off as like no one yeah. wanted to play with Bubba. So I was like, "All right, I'll play with him." Oh Albert, my God. Albert, play the who wants to play with Albert? <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> it was. Look at the clip up. It's pretty funny because you just, they pan to Bubba and Bubba's got this look on his face like, uh, "Yeah, I guess yeah, no, one, no one wants to play with me." Don't no my green jackets. No one wants to tra- play with my green jackets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, speaking of which, I think that's so we're out. We're out on uh, gambling, and this brings us into where are we where are we at rabbit hole. Drives crazy. Oh, rabbit hole. No, rabbit hole. Rabbit hole. Okay. Uh, Deno, let's just let's just tell the audience that you failed in your quest for the rabbit hole lead this week. You were supposed to rabbit hole it. Well, I got a ping from you last night, and I got busy, Bert. Sorry. Yeah, you should have got busy rabbit holing. Don't, don't worry, it's fine. I'm, I'm gonna back. I'm gonna back you up. Uh, so my rabbit hole actually uh, came this morning because, for whatever reason, uh, our dog, who I've, like I said, I've grown to love our dog, uh, but for whatever reason now she has to frantically shit in the middle of the night. One in four a.m. The dog got me up to go and races outside to take whatever she's got. She did. I, I witnessed both of them. So she did. She legitimately had to to shit. Uh, but on the four a.m. one. I couldn't go back to sleep. So now, you know, next thing you know, it's like I'm on my phone uh, and, and now I'm in, I'm in the rabbit hole. So I'm on, I'm on Yahoo, which no one's on that site anymore, by the way, but I am still on Yahoo and they've got this whole section and it's 
next thing you know, I'm into the entertainment section. So I'm perusing that. It's talking about what it's going to like the top 20 movies of the summer that are coming out. So I'm going to, and next thing there's a link to Madonna sends a happy birthday message to her 27 year old boyfriend. And I was like, she's got a 27. She's 62. Madonna is 62. And she's got a 27 year old boyfriend. So that was my rat. And then I went down that whole thing and found out how they met and I mean, Ooh. it sounds like that guy's having a great time. It really, really does. But I don't know how that works. Like at 27 years old uh, and you're single, you're kind of one track mindish on things, right? <laughs> there's, there's definitely, I, I just can't imagine 60 year olds paying off all the time. I, just can't, I, just, I don't know. I know it's Madonna, but I just don't know. So anyways, that was my rabbit holes that I got into finding out that Madonna, 62, having, having a good time with a 27 year old. So As a 28-year-old in about 10 days, I can say I am out on that one. <laughs> yeah, I, so would I, I, I would be too. I totally would be. So there you go. There's my rabbit hole. Uh, Daniel, you're on, I'm, give me a week's notice. You're on the rabbit hole next week. <laughs> okay. Right? You, you got a week to rabbit hole. Don't make me bring Marcotte back. I'll do, uh, some, uh, I'll do some research on my Donna's boyfriends. Okay, Daniel, you have to go. So let's go. Uh, what drives you crazy? Over to, what drives you crazy? So the first one is kind of in tribute to my my mother-in-law, but you know, everyone's got the remote control, the converter, right? Everyone always has problems finding it, but you tend to find it, right? It might might take a day. So in my basement trying to find it, I remember it putting it somewhere and it wasn't there, but I'm going, ah, maybe, maybe I forgot it. So finally I go upstairs the next day and I go, does anyone know where the converter is um, downstairs? And my mother-in-law says, oh, I put it away downstairs. Oh, you put it away. And where did you put it? Well, I put it in the shelf above the microwave um, downstairs. And it, and it closes. I go, oh, that's a really, really good spot for it. A spot that no one would ever look at it. So what drives you crazy, like, Bert, what drives you crazy is moving something that is not yours and putting it somewhere else where no one will find it. You know what? That's actually a good one. That happens to me with my shoes yeah. all the time. That was my like shoes that. in this house all the time. That's a good yes. one. Thank you, Doug. Yes. So, so yeah. thank you. that's the first one. And the second one, um, I have the pleasure of doing many people's taxes. <laughs> so I had the pleasure again this year of doing taxes for my mother-in-law and she asked for like details around her taxes. Like she wanted to print it out. She wanted to review everything. Right. And in my mind, I'm thinking this, this would be like me asking an electrician for the schematics on something where I have no idea what I'm looking at or whatever. So what, dri what drives me crazy is why do you want to see something when you know you want to have a good question about it? And that's the bottom line. Cause Deno said, so <laughs> Yeah, well, well said, Dano. And not really much that we we can add on that one. That was that was heartfelt. Um, yeah, there's probably a lot in depth on that tax return, though. There's probably a lot of detailed stuff on there. Kitch, don't make me angry. <laughs> David Banner, don't David Banner here. Uh, I, by the way, can I just say uh, it should be OAB, but I'm going to throw it in now because you said the bottom line. I did watch the uh, Stone Cold, uh, the two hour Stone Cold one on uh, A&E. Awesome, love Stone Cold. Great guy. What, but what a what a uh, 
what a career he had. Like he was like just toiling in in the abyss of being a wrestler. To yeah. next thing you know, yeah. it was the biggest thing ever. But hard. man, hard, hard living for Stone Cold. I I went on a rabbit hole with him. I watched all these talk shows, videos. I watched him wrestling from 20 years ago, all these interviews and stuff. He's the nicest guy ever. <laughs> like he's in all these, he's on Ellen's and all these shows. He like, he's the nicest guy you'd ever want to meet. And then him and rock, like having a bro fest, a, a love fest oh, on the way yeah. out. I had no idea yeah. they were that t- like, yeah, oh. it, was, it was awesome. It was good. If you're at all into wrestling, it was yeah. well worth it. Well, yeah. well worth it. Yeah. All right, Kitch, uh, what drives you? So what drives me? So I'm, I'm listening. I'm listening. It's not government. It's something different. I'm listening to the Blue Jays announcers last Saturday. So I'm listening to the announcers on the radio. I, I, and I, they're they're famous guys, but I, I don't even know who they are. But they're always they've been on Buck, forever. Buck Martinez, Dan Schulman, uh, Pat Tabler, those guys. They're famous. Yeah. Guys. yeah. So yeah. one of those guys. What, they're real one, famous. One of those guys is on there, and uh, and they're talking about how one guy says. They're talking about the baseball changes, like all the changes to make the game more interesting, to make it more exciting for people to watch. And they're, they're, the one guy goes, I'm in favor of doing things to help create more action, more excitement in baseball. So the other announcer states, in the minors, they're moving the pitchers. They're talking about moving the pitchers mound back, or maybe they've already done that, but moving the pitchers mound back and making the bases lar- larger to encourage stealing. And then the first announcer who said, yeah, I'm all for excitement and game. He goes, oh, I, I don't like that because because they, they, they've been doing that. They've been doing this for 90 years. And and, and uh, I don't think they need to change change that. So he, he wants it to be more exciting, but he doesn't actually want to change anything because they've been doing it for 90 years. So so that doesn't going to create any more excitement. So this is the problem with baseball is there's the old guard that is reluctant to make any changes. And the game is going to die because they are not adapting to what the new fan base wants. They want more excitement. I've tried to tough through some baseball games this year, and I've been like, good Lord, like, you've got to make this a more fan-friendly game. So I just don't think, like this guy was saying, oh, we got to make the change. It's going to happen. It's going to be more exciting. But as soon as the changes were announced, he's like, oh, we've been doing this for 90 years. I can't do that. And that's why it'll never get changed because of that old boy mindset. Drives me crazy. I agree, Kitch. Um I was reading somewhere where like even some of the, the veteran retired pitchers, uh, I heard Sabathia say this saying he's all in favor of a seven inning game, right? He's going, you know what? We, we have to do it, right? These double headers have been seven innings and they're like, like the game is a lot more interesting when it's seven games, like this third, fourth inning, we're going, God, I mean, we got to get this, we got to score some runs, right? I I loved, I loved it last year when they started a guy on second. I thought, I thought that was fantastic. Like that created so many more variables. Like guys could bunt, you could bunt them to third. Like maybe the game's going to be 10, eight, but oh my God, that that created a ton more interest from a fan. Kitch, Kitch, you would want um, six bases and everyone's on base to start inning. You'd want a lot of weird stuff, kids. Kitch, because you want action. You want yeah, more action. Yeah, great. Oh, that's a great idea. That's a great idea. Six bases. You know, I, I, and everyone should have to play the cup game while they're at the stadium. <laughs> totally. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Universal. Universal. We'll break that down. That'll be different. We'll break down the cup game. As you know, we'll do it for when, as I get ready to take the boys to uh, Dunedin uh, yes, to watch yes. the Jays. We'll, we'll break down the cup. To, we have to patent it first. We have to patent it before we do it. You do it. I'm telling you, that's a great, best game ever. It's a, it, it is a great. You know what? It is a great game. It's a way to keep a, a live baseball game interesting. I'll tell you that. Exactly. Uh, all right, quickly for me. So, uh, I took the boys to North Carolina this week. Uh, five and a half hours each way to uh, Chapel Hill. Beautiful, beautiful Tar Heel country. Um, but what was what was interesting? I'd never done that drive before. 
uh, there are still a lot of billboard uh, signs, which billboards to me are just, it's uh, that can't, that cannot be a great investment. It cannot be a great investment from a marketing perspective. But anyways, they're still all out there. But as you, you know, this is called the Bible Belt for a reason, because basically every other radio station is a religious uh, radio station. Uh, and apparently every other, there are two, there are only two types of billboards that, that I noticed on the way. Uh, and they're somewhat contradictory. Uh, you have a lot of religious uh, advertising on these billboards. One at one point, this is what caught my eye. Uh, one was just a billboard that said, Jesus, forgive me for my sins. The next billboard, 40 feet from this one, right, where Jesus forgave my sins, was a massive billboard sign for an adult superstore with the best sex toys. That's what, it, <laughs> that's what the billboard said. Adult superstore with the best sex toys. <laughs> I just said and then up and down the up and down the whole way it's it is it is a religious sign and an adult superstore sign uh for sex like that's what this is what you have so south carolina or the bible belt you drive me figure out what you are are you the bible belt where that shit or are you some sort of sex crazed individuals that have to have these adult superstores because it was killing me to figure out which one it was I, it, it was it was the most honestly that's all it was it was ridiculous how many uh these religious were followed right by these sex store super store side so well, they, I, uh, I, think, I think that's you just open up your rabbit hole you got to google you got to google like like bible belt sex stores and correlate them and see how see what, see what you come up with in the rabbit well i'll tell you what if jesus is going to forgive for their sins he knows where to find them <laughs> so bart bart when you just you're kind of contradicting yourself was saying are people still like investing money in these things you have just brought it up you remembered both of them you probably visited both of them and now you're talking about on a global pod right like it's working <laughs> yeah. this you know this what? is it, guerrilla marketing it's, 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 guerrilla it's marketing. working from the standpoint of i'm talking about it but let me tell you two places i'm not going this week Sure. I'm not going. I'm not going to a house of worship, and I am. Well, I'm probably not going to to a superstore. If I'm going to a sex shop, it's not a superstore, but there's 90 other people in it. I'll tell you that right now. It's one where you sneak in, you sneak out. Nobody sees you. It's you and the cashier. That's it. That's for sure. Uh, all right. Listen, we got to go. Deno's uh, Deno's got stuff to do, so we got to get out of here. Uh, any AOB? Deno, do you have any AOB? No, got to run. No, I got none. Uh, well, I can just tell you that I am my quick AOB is I am running off to my son's first national or sorry state championship tennis uh, semifinal, where they are the heavy favorites. But I will report back next week as to find out whether or not they have won. Uh, we can I think we can wrap it up. All right, thank you, Kawhi. Kawhi up top looks at the clock, turns the corner for the win. Ha, 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 ha.